0: Hey there, welcome to the Redemption News Podcast. On today's podcast, we are talking about this previous Sunday's message where Pastor Josh spoke about the people, the places, the purpose. And this was our Resurrection Sunday message where we just talked about the amazing work that Jesus did when He rose again from the dead on the third day and how it is such a significant part of our faith and everything that we do in so many ways and It's such an awesome title that Pastor Josh talks about, the people, the places, the purpose. Because at the end of the day, God didn't just do it because He could do it. He didn't do it just because He wanted to show how amazing He was, and that would be the end of it. Of course, we know that God is amazing and that He can do anything He wants, and we don't really... um, have the grounds to kind of argue with him because he's so much higher than us his ways are are different than our ways his thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts and um, but in this moment God is is really highlighting something special to us and it's actually redemption it's amazing to think about how um, the resurrection actually empowers us how it sets us free how it gives us so many blessings so many things and that the resurrection wasn't just for jesus because jesus would have just been in heaven like he would have defeated the devil conquered hell he could have gone straight to the father but what he did was he came back to show us that it all worked that it all um it just it, he, he conquered the grave he conquered sin like if jesus didn't rise from the grave how could we have any reassurance how could we know that the sacrifice he made on the cross was enough Because if he died and he just stayed dead, there would be no one to tell us that, well, this hell has been conquered and our Lord is truly greater than Satan and anything in this world. So when he rose again, he was rising to declare that his sacrifice was far more than our sins. And he didn't just carry one person's sins. He didn't just carry my sins. He didn't just carry your sins. He carried all of our sins. And he was so perfect. His love was so great that... When he hung on that cross and he gave himself up for us, he didn't just meet the criteria. He overpaid. And, you know, in the Old Testament, when they used to sacrifice an animal and they used to burn it on the altar, when it was completely burnt up and there was literally nothing left, it showed that the the sacrifice did not meet the requirement for sins because it was completely burnt up and there wasn't enough to quench the anger of God. And when there was ashes left and there was something left, it showed that the sacrifice had worked and that it was enough. So when Jesus is able to rise again from the grave with his life, with his body, and he didn't just have any body. He had a resurrection body that could do amazing things. He could transcend Uh, matter he rose through the grave clothes he could walk through walls he could appear in rooms and then not appear in rooms this was a special body this was a resurrected body and that is so amazing and he continues to display and show the power of God after his resurrection showing that he was so much greater than our sins he was so much greater than our shortcomings And he wants you to know today that your righteousness in him because of him, because of his sacrifice on the cross, that you are more than paid for. That whatever your situation looks like in life, he he can resurrect it. He can take it from a dead place and make it living and not just alive. He can make it thrive. He can make it so that your deserts are a oasis oh, that they're no longer a wilderness but that it becomes like a forest that is no longer the sahara desert but it becomes like the amazon rainforest that you're going to have fruits on either side of your riverbanks as his river his living water flows through your life and i just love the resurrection i love easter i think easter is so amazing like christmas is fantastic thank god that jesus was born but let me tell you something, every single one of us that's been, that's listening to this podcast, every single person in the world has been born. Being born is a miracle, but it's not that special in the grand scheme of things, considering that billions and billions of people have been born. But to rise again from the grave, to take sins on the cross, to truly pay for them so that we could have an open relationship with God, where we can experience His love and every single day without any limits that we can be close to him that there's nothing that can hold us back it says in romans chapter 8 that there's no mountains or valleys nor angels nor demons that can separate us from the love of god and that is because of the price that christ paid so that god's omnipresence his real presence his loving presence could be felt by us at all times there's nowhere you can go to escape his presence There's no situation, no matter how bad you're feeling, that you can't just scream out the name of Jesus. You can't just say, Jesus, I need your help. And he won't be there. He's going to be there with you. And that's all because of the price he paid on the cross and because of his resurrection where he came and showed us, guys, I did it. It was more than enough. And he even told Thomas, who couldn't believe it, like touch the scars in my hands and see that I'm really here. I'm real. And it wasn't just the disciples that saw Jesus. 500 people saw Jesus ascend into heaven. And that was 500 random people. It wasn't like 500 followers. So there's documentation, like historical um, evidence that a lot of people actually saw Jesus. And it's just absolutely amazing. And Pastor Josh highlighted to us some really cool things in this past Sunday sermon where he actually talked about the grave clothes that Jesus was buried in. So as we know, Jesus was buried in a tomb, and these were tombs that were carved out of rock. And in these big tombs, there was a place for the body and where they were buried. And they were also carved out of rock. It's called a rock-hewn tomb. It was hewn out of rock. And not only was Jesus put in one of these tombs, which, by the way, was borrowed, It was borrowed uh, from a wealthy man called Joseph of Arimathea. It also had a stone rolled in front of it and Roman guards that were positioned outside to make sure that no one could steal the body, that no one could fake and say that Christ had risen on the third day because he said he was going to rise on the third day. They were expecting something to go down, but Jesus didn't doesn't matter how much is standing in his way you can put a thousand roman gods in front of him you can put a mountain in front of that tomb he was always coming out he was always going to conquer he was always going to show us that he came and he accomplished what he came for so he was obviously wrapped in linen which was the traditional way to bury someone in in jewish custom in those days And so his head was wrapped in a linen cloth called the Sudarian, and his body was also wrapped in linen, almost like a mummy, but not a mummy. And this was how they were buried. They were buried, covered in linen, and linen is uh, uh, an amazing fabric that has significant uh, meaning in the Bible. Um, But in this situation, the piece that we're focusing on, the Sudarian, the head cloth, is actually super significant because... Um, it says and pastor josh wrote read almost exclusively from john chapter 20 so i encourage you to go listen to that message so that you can also hear what else he said it was really cool but in john chapter 20 it says that when mary entered the tomb she saw that the grave clothes were there the grave clothes were left behind but the Suderian was neatly folded and placed deliberately on top of all the others and in this we see such an amazing picture because if we go back to the first time that something like this is mentioned and we know that the first time something is mentioned in the bible that God is actually highlighting something and so if we go back in the gospels we actually see um, that when Lazarus was buried and raised from the dead when he came out of the grave after jesus says lazarus come forth lazarus comes out of the grave but he's still covered in the clothes and these clothes this this linen in this case represents death death still surrounded him because christ had not yet gone to the cross paid the price for sins and conquered death so when lazarus came forth he was obviously still in the grave clothes and his head was still bound but when jesus rises from the dead and he rises without the grave clothes he's telling us that he's conquered the unconquerable he's conquered death things that seem so definite to us he's saying no nothing is definite in my presence i rise i make the final call and i'm not dead i'm coming through this situation i'm not letting this be the end of this situation so we see that he didn't even just toss the clothes. He rose through the clothes, but he neatly folded the sudarium. He neatly folded the head cloth. And Pastor Matt, why do we keep talking about this headcloth? This headcloth cloth um, is actually representing, it, it would actually be there to absorb the sweat from a dead body and the stress as well. So when Jesus had neatly folded it, it's showing that he's, he's finished with and he's done with stress and with sweat and in genesis chapter one or two god is talking to adam and he says by the sweat of your brow will you reap a harvest from this earth because after adam had sinned god was basically telling him that now you will have to work really hard to make anything in this life to get a harvest from this world and when jesus sweat blood in the garden of gethsemane he was redeeming us from Mm. that sweat He was redeeming us from having to sweat to provide for ourselves. And it's not just sweat because we sweat all the time. We play sports. We sweat. Uh, Sometimes we're in a hot place. We sweat. Um, You know, sometimes we're a little bit nervous and we sweat. Jesus is redeeming us from stress. In this context, sweat is talking about the stress that it takes to live this life. And what Jesus did was he redeemed it because he sweat blood. And you need blood to redeem something. You need blood to redeem sin. And Jesus sweated blood so that he could redeem us from the curse of Adam's sin. The curse of having to sweat of anxiety and stress to get anything done in this life. He redeemed us from it. His blood has washed us of that. So when we see the Sudarian lying there neatly folded, it's saying, Jesus is saying that this has been conquered that your stress is conquered and that I'm greater than your stress. I'm greater than any challenge that the world can throw at you. And that's just amazing. He's showing us that we have been detached from death, that we have been detached from stress. So if you're feeling stress and you're feeling uh, a lot of worry, anxiety, Jesus is showing us in this passage of scripture, he's showing us from his resurrection and in other ways it's amazing how god has shown us in two instances and i'm sure there's probably more but just in the gospels how jesus sweat blood and how he also neatly folded and put the sudarian um, in a pile and how he's dealt with that how he dealt with stress twice he didn't just deal with it once he dealt, dealt with it twice so whatever your stresses are whatever's making you anxious whatever gives you headaches in this life, Jesus wants you to know that he's greater than that, that he wants to work in your situation, that he wants to bring redemption to those areas. He wants to bring his power into those areas, and he wants you to live without that stress. Put that stress on him. It says in, uh, I think, First Peter, it says, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. So cast your cares upon Jesus because he loves you and he's dealt with it. And also his hands are so much mightier than our hands. His mind is so much greater than our mind. We're so limited by our one dimensional perspective. We can only see in one direction. We don't have eyes on the back of our heads, even though we like to think we do. We only have one set of eyes. We only have one set of ears and We can't be in every room all the time. We don't know what's going on. Sometimes we're anxious because we don't know what certain people think about us. We don't know what our friends are thinking about us. And you know what? It doesn't really matter. The only opinion that matters is God's. And he says, I love you. I'm so proud of you. I have such great plans for you. So when we focus on Jesus and we see his finished work here, we can say, Lord, I thank you that you dealt with stress that you've already conquered my stress at the cross in your finished work, Lord. You paid the price so that I don't need to stress. Lord, I give this issue to you because I don't want the stress anymore, Lord. I want results. I want to see you move in those areas because I can't do this on my own. And that's so cool because he doesn't want thing, us doing things on our own. God always wanted to be there close to us, to have closeness of relationship with us, to lead us and guide us through life so that we can constantly see victory. And it's not just a victory that looks like you could do it. It's a victory that says, wow, only God could do that. That was definitely God and it brings him glory. And we love seeing him glorified. We love seeing his name lifted high and that can only happen when we sit down and you say, you know what? I can't actually handle this. I can't do this. Jesus, I need you in this situation because your hands are so much mightier than mine. And your wisdom is so much bigger and so much better than my wisdom. So, you know what? It's cool to give up. It's totally fine. You know what? We don't quit. And, you know, I'd put down everything and say, you know what, I'm dropping out of school and I'm giving up on all my friends. But it's giving up the responsibility to make sure that those things are prosperous and actually giving it to the Lord. You can say, you know what, Lord, this test has been stressing me out. I I, I, I just I can't get through this. Uh, It's it's been really hard. This is not a subject I enjoy. It doesn't seem to click in my head. And you know what? I'm tired of trying on my own, in my own strength, Lord. I need your help. I need you to resurrect this situation. I need your redeeming hands in this, Lord. I need your mind. I need your wisdom. I need your hands on this so that this can go better, so that this can go well. Lord, I give up and I give my stress to you as I study, as I prepare, Lord, that you're going to help me that you're going to make things clear to me, that you're going to suddenly help me to understand everything I'm going through. And those are the kinds of prayers that we can pray when we know that Jesus has conquered everything. There's nothing in this world that he hasn't already made a way for you in, that he hasn't already made a way for you, that he hasn't got wisdom for you, that he hasn't given you the Holy Spirit to guide you through the Holy Spirit will guide you through everything. All we need to do is sit down and say, "Lord, where are you actually wanting to lead me?" Lord, I'm spending time in the, I'm spending time in the Word today, and I just want to know what you want to say to me. I just want to know where you want me to go, how you want to lead me, what I need to know for this day, so that we can have an amazing day together. And He's gonna tell you. And you know what? The more you do it, just take step by step. You know, the first time you meet someone, you're not very, you don't know their voice the best. You won't know their voice in a crowd of a thousand people, but you know your parents voice in a crowd of a thousand people. And it's because you've spent so much time with them and it's almost annoying how much you know their voice, but it's the same with God. Like you've just got to keep spending time just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, just a little bit here, a little bit there. Then it's a lot there, a lot here just build up just build up start at the bottom and keep just pursuing the Lord pursuing his presence and I promise you you're going to see more of that resurrection life you're going to see and hear more of his voice as you go into the word you're going to have amazing revelation where God is going to speak to you and it's all because of the price Jesus paid he paid the price so that you could read the word so that you could encounter God's presence and he just wanted all of that for you because of love because he loves you so dearly that even though it was 2000 years ago he paid the price then so that you could live an amazing life now that he 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 still saw you he still was involved in your creation when you were knit together in your mother's womb he was there he's he he's so in love with you and he was willing to come down from the top of heaven from the throne of God to live a normal human life to then eventually be betrayed by the very people he wanted to save so that he could go to a cross and die a horrible, painful death that no other person could ever go through so that you could have a life of love and blessing that you never deserved, that you never could achieve in your own strength. But Jesus gives us it all as a gift on the cross and we are so privileged that we get to accept that and accept it every day in every moment. There's not enough times in the day when we can thank God for all he's done for us and also where we can just implement it. Before every new lesson you go into in a school day, if you have eight lessons in a day, before every lesson you can go into and say, I thank you, Jesus, that your resurrection life is with me and in my mind as I go into this lesson today and that you I'm going to be blessed and you can do it before every subject you study for in the afternoons, you can do it before every practice you go to when you play sport, or with whatever activity you do, you can do it before every match you play, you can do it before every um, outing you have with your friends, you can do it with every family situation, you can literally introduce Jesus into every situation, and The more you do it, the more you're going to see his life rapidly change the world around you because he wants to. He so badly wants to bless you and to just help you encounter his greatness in every single area. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've been blessed by this Easter weekend that just passed. And if you're listening to this in the future, that you're still being blessed by this message. And I hope you know that Jesus loves you. We love you. We're here for you. If this has blessed you, please share it with someone else. Let someone else encounter the love of God. They may need it today. And if this has really blessed you and you would love to share how it's blessed you and you want to share your testimony, please email us at youth at or hit us up in our DMs on Instagram. And we'd love to get in touch with you. We'd love to connect with you. And we'd also just love to see you in small groups. Have a good one.